You ready, man? Party people in the place That's to be. Uh, it's about it's that. The two least cool people in the world talking about partying. Of course. I yeah. mean, I'm the what best you know introvert, but also the least cool, so it makes sense. Yeah, I, uh, I, I can apply myself to all those memes where people think that I'm cool. I'm like, no, I just sit on my couch. You're quite literally living the same life as me. People talk about how social I am, how fun I am. And I'm just like, that's 2% of my body. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, haven't we been in the social media era long enough for you to know that mostly everything we post, it's the highlight reel and it's less than 2%. Yeah, the year everywhere, it really doesn't apply to me personally. But I will say this, though. Anyone who's going out to party, you have fun with that because that means less people in the neighborhood, which means it stays quiet for us introverts. Yes. Uh, if you didn't notice, this is the podcast. Of course. Um, there have been less podcast episodes recently because I am your full-time producer as your uh, summer hosting on Q105. I pay very well, guys. That's you, why. <laughs> we both pay very well. Do, have you enjoyed being a radio person so far? I'm loving it. I would definitely go full-time part-time i guess you know news and radio because it's always fun to do it behind the mic we know? can definitely equal your salary for what you do for your regular work exactly which is zero and on top of that i can still say the same way i am in reporting on radio raggedy raggedy um you made me want to think of some a couple of things and i figured we crank out a quick a quick podcast um since you're here because you two things struck me while we were recording um what are some weird facts about Jaden that people don't know? Because most of your stuff you share is new stuff. Of course. You you open up the curtain every now and then. But when you said, I've never played a video game before, I kind of did a double take. So tell me quickly, why have you never played a video game? Like not even on your phone? The concept has never been attractive. And to be honest, I've never played like a game before. I've never even like been in any after school sports or anything like that. It's just never been a thing for me like i've never saw the joy in like staying at school longer or like having to actually do so like i've just never found it interesting it just never a appealed to me because the couch is more fun mm -hmm. because you know all my things are in my house my dogs are in my house food is in my house coffee is in my house why would i want to do a sport you you saw you see most of or a, a good enough a good amount of my stuff on Facebook, right? Of course. Did you see what I posted this morning about the the people want to live alone story? Yes, I agree with them. Did, did you read that one? I did read that, yes. I'll read it for everybody. How do people stay in the house all day? Well, my stuff is in there and I don't like people. Exactly. I have some, um, no pun intended, I don't mean to be insensitive, some killer introvert uh, memes and quotes from the first six months of COVID. Yeah, I mean, everybody was panicking about how they couldn't see their friends. Meanwhile, I was like, yay, I don't have to see my friends. <laughs> and I would go outside and be like, it's so peaceful. There was nobody on the roads. And when my barista, who already knows who I am, I go in there and they're like, you're the only person that came through today. And I'm like, really? <laughs> so I feel like COVID was really, it was there was a silver lining to it for the introverted folks. There was. And that was, well, everything was also on Zoom. And sometimes if you were quiet enough and the meeting was awkward enough, it ended early. So it mm -hmm. was really great. I did try to throw some sense into that after a lot of the extroverts were yes. like really troubled and locked in. And then it was challenging to go out and be social in the summertime. And I was like, look, the world is made for extroverts. But <laughs> now you are learning to see what it's like when you are repressed because the world is not made for people like us. So hopefully there's some, some understanding and some sympathy now. One thing that kind of stayed around after the pandemic that I'm not happy about, everything is still a call. Everything. And it's very little information that's actually being given on the call. What do you mean everything's still a call? 
hey, can I call you real quick for this? Oh, quick- no. I don't know why people still do it. <laughs> uh, are I, I do my best. I try to do my best with this with people who, like, I wouldn't do it to my dad, but this morning uh, with Alex, I was running out of the house and I do a courtesy, can I call you uh-huh. rather than a, uh, like, a jump it out from behind a bush, like, ring. Because yeah. nobody wants that. How do you go about it? You know, for me, I just don't call. <laughs> well, there's that too. I only call if it's maybe an urgent situation or maybe something I quickly need confirmation on. But I'm an email guy. I can get all my thoughts out there. If you have any questions, you can reply. I feel like that's more effective because I think for even me personally, there's too much going on inside of our heads at Mm -hmm. this point to still be doing phone calls. I think we can kind of let it die for a little bit. And when we're on a phone call, not to be rude to anybody, but we can multitask. Of course. Um, If if we're not on a call, we can email and text at the same time and no one feels like they're dismissed. So you can, even though multitask is often a failure and it leads to mistakes, um, you can't do that necessarily when you're, you shouldn't do that when you're on a phone call. Pay attention. Totally never done that. So um, what are you doing when you're on your couch if it's not watching sports because you don't play, you don't watch. Of course. Or playing video games. What are you doing on your couch? So a lot of the time it's news and there are plenty of great shows on too. I mean, at this point, my channel stays on DirecTV with ABC on like all day. What on DirecTV? Oh man, what's not? On are you DirecTV? the last, are the, are the Jeffers the last family on earth with DirecTV? I've been trying to get them to cancel it for so long, but they just don't want to listen. I was like, if you can get an antenna for all your local channels and just have your streaming services, yeah. you have everything. Well, who's your internet provider? DirecTV? Buckeye. Okay. <laughs> So I had, and I never had an issue with Buckeye other than it's pricey, but that's most places. I got T-Mobile and it's 50 bucks a month. I kind of like the idea because I feel like the one thing that, the only reason we still have DirecTV, I'm totally convinced, is that my dad is a heavy cable news watcher. Mm -hmm. And for local journalists, we don't care for cable news. We just don't. So it's never been a sticking point for me. Like if I had the ability to cancel it, I would cancel it the next day. Tell James that there's cable cable TV news on every cable service yeah he's you know he's one of those people that's still working their way around the whole remote deal oh dear oh dear uh okay so you're you're watching things when you're on the couch of course is it hard for you and i guess the answer is somewhat yes which is why we are both the way we are we are unique people it is hard to connect with people do you find it hard to connect with people at school make friends because you're not into sports or video games it actually isn't hard, but what's funny is I kind of do this thing, and I think people may think I'm like crazy for it, but it's just how I am. Like, I'll be, I'll talk with my friends all day at school. The moment three o'clock hits, I'm jetting out, and they're like, Where are you going? You're not sticking around. I'm like, Sticking around for what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can like call me, maybe I'll allow that. But, um, you know, for me, I've just, I just jet out, and you know, if they have anything, they'll text me. But I think I've realized over time, though, people are like, Man, I would really like to see you come out to something. And every time I'm like, unfortunately, and then they already know the story. (laughs) Go early, leave early. That's the goal. See, because I think entering into this new phase of high school, the sophomore experience, you're going to want to have to be, well, you're being forced to be at everything. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to come in early, you know, show my face and then be out, you know, nice and quick. Um, Give me another quick nugget of uh, something that people don't know about you. Ooh, something that people don't know about me. Okay, so this has been a debate recently, right? And my brother, he thinks it's just the craziest, wild thing about me. But I use Spotify and not Apple Music. And that's controversial among the youths for some reason. Is it really? It really is. Is Spotify versus Apple the Android versus 
iPhone of Gen Z? I'm starting to think so <laughs> because the amount of and people are like, why not just use Apple Music? And I'm like, I have no money. <laughs> why? Why wouldn't you not want to have all of the music recorded pretty much in one app for free? Why wouldn't you want that? How 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 do Apple and Spotify differ? Apple, I know there's a lot of costs. You have to buy songs, you have to buy albums, you have to pay for this, you have to pay for that. Like, if I want to listen to Say It Right, I can listen for it on free Spotify. And it's what? It's 10 bucks a month? Yeah, Apple's like 10 a month. Like, well, they're, a, bo- they're both 10 a month, right? Well, Spotify's free. But the uh, premium. Okay, because I, I have Spotify too, but I rarely listen because you get you only get a couple of skips and then they stick ads in there, which is fine. Yeah. But you also can't curate your playlist as well, right? Well, you can throw whatever you want on there. But the thing for me that's been like my saving grace all summer, Spotify sent me this lovely email and they're like, you want three months free? And I'm like, oh my gosh, literally they pulled up to my my house. They're like, get in loser. You want three for three free months? And, and I was like, yes. Every on, on the 91st day, so to speak, um, you change the spelling of Jaden and Jefferson to another email address that gets three free months. <laughs> what, I, what I do is I cancel it the day before. Okay. They're not billing my credit card. Not right. Happening. No. Oh, do you do you have to put a credit card in when they give you the three months? Yes. I'm over that. If if you could tell me that I can have whatever for a year for free, one of my streaming services, but I've put my credit card in, absolutely not. Because I people know it can be very hard and challenging to cancel those. It really is hard because I had to put in my calendar, like reminder, cancel yeah. Spotify August 9th. I have that with some of my streaming services. Yeah. Like I'm going to take advantage of this capitalist society if I have to be a victim to it. You so know? little known fact about Jaden Jefferson, you're a free, I, I think the, the fact that you're a free Spotify user yes. is is different. Give me something else people don't really know about you or are surprised. You know, I think this is like more so recently because I feel like, especially like in our high school years, we all enter into that experience when we're exploring new things. I never was a movies person or like a streaming person because I was always watching the news. Okay. One genre of just like great media material for me, the fantasy genre. Literally any fantasy movie you recommend to me, I'll watch it. Like what? Literally anything. Give me something you've watched recently you've enjoyed. One thing I did watch recently, and I told Eric about this before and how it flopped, which is why I was upset about it. The Huntsman Winter's War was good. Okay. That's the Chris Chris Hemsworth one? Chris Hemsworth movie, okay. yes. It was excellent. Um, I just flipped on something for two seconds last night on Apple. And Apple is, when they hit, they hit it far. But yeah. there's a lot of not so good shows. But there's a show called Foundation, Ooh. which I think is based on Isaac Asimov books. Um, two actors that I like are in it. Jared Harris, an older guy, and Lee Pace. Oh, nice. Um, I didn't get the gist of it. I didn't stick with it. But it's very fantasy laden oh yeah and i think that it helps when you also have friends that are like you should watch this too i'm like man i picked the right people like i literally i had the nba draft of people this year and it was i i had first pick i i did this i came up with this within the last couple of years we when we were in the era of uh netflix suggestion posts um i i hated it and I like I couldn't be a part of this because people weren't specific enough. Or they're like Netflix suggestions. What genres do you do or don't like? So I I managed to, in the same way that I've curated my Twitter feed where it's not obnoxious, I have the same go to four to six people for movie or streaming interests where I know if they like something, I should give it a chance. Or if they don't like it, I can stay away. They're my rotten tomatoes. See, and I love what you just said about curating the Twitter feed because 
Working in news, all of Twitter is obnoxious. You have to hear from everyone. And I may start doing that because it's just, I feel like mentally over time, when we're constantly every day seeing something that gets on our nerves or it's just too much information, it's okay to tune it out. So I think that that's definitely something that's just good for most people, but especially for the recommendations, because you will be told something's good and you're like, what were they thinking? Right. It happens. Um, it can... I, I know a lot of people, and that's why a lot of people, you sign up for Thread, right? Oh, yes, I yeah. did. Um, I have not had the problem on Twitter that many people have had. And I'm not talking about um, like abuse or things like that. And I get, I, I completely, I can look in the mirror and see who I am. So I don't get racism or things like that. My, I can't say that the Elon time has been any worse than the before time. Maybe a few too many ads or accounts that, I'm like, I don't follow this person, but it's yeah. still in my feed. But nothing that I can't dismiss real fast and kind of like remix the algorithm to get me what I want. You know, Twitter has been interesting in this way because I feel like I may not like there are a lot of accounts that post things that I'm genuinely like interested in. I'll read through the comments and everything. I just don't follow them because I'm in news. But I'm like, huh, I like what's coming in my feed, even though I don't follow it. I feel like the one thing that has been kind of upsetting with what Twitter is now is is there's this sense of instability, you know, instability happening right now because we're so used to, okay, you're going to come on the site, everything's going to go well. You're used no, to that. No, you shouldn't know that. And then all of a sudden, things completely change. The rules are changing every day. Yeah. You know, one person who is banned is back. It's just a wild environment to be in. Like, I know I'm going to be telling the grandchildren about this years from now. You said you're not going to have kids going to be uh you know I'm adopted just grandchildren adopted grandchildren right if i if i even want children in my house do, at you, this use, point. do you use tweet deck i do use tweet deck so i saw that some rules were changed but then they got changed back yes so right. the thing with that is it's now a paid thing so if you were a twitter user you could just use it and my, mainly journalists and media people were using it well now if you just want to use it you have to pay you have to have that twitter blue so i mean i already have twitter blue just for the professional reasons i can post longer things my things are long videos so i think that's what's been helpful about it i think tweet deck was i was surprised all along when i got on it so many years ago that it was free because it did have premium aspects of it yeah. like scheduling tweets oh yeah scheduling tweets is a big thing for me especially because with all the social media apps that we have right now, you just got to kind of automate everything. And I most of my news content is automated stuff, which works out. And then, of course, in between breaking news and personal happenings. So I feel like that's kind of a game changer in that environment, that independent journalist space. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that baffled me about Twitter, or I was curious of people's complaints, like if you're going to engage with people that you might not necessarily like, if you can't restrain yourself from making a comment to an, an asinine tweet well guess what they're gonna be in your feed now like yeah you, you should know better than this like don't engage oh yeah and i'm one of those people that will like like things from other reporters if they're funny and whatnot and do that type of thing if it's something that's like controversially funny <laughs> believe me i will not be engaging you know i'm just here for the fun that's all uh what was the okay you had some time to think about it even though um it you didn't you didn't know you were thinking about it, but hopefully it was ruminating in your subconscious. Um, what are your favorite your I need your three favorite Britney songs ever? Okay. You can you don't have to do singles. If there's stuff on albums and stuff, go for it. Okay, I like this. I like this question. Okay, so <laughs> this is funny because this is a fairly recent thing right now. So it probably will change. But me against the music, it's a it's a genuine bop with Madonna. 
Then we had Before the Goodbye. It wasn't released as a single. I like that 2000 sound. But if I had to pick another favorite song right now, Break the Ice. The drum work on that song. Great one. The drums that on album, that. That whole album is overlooked. Oh, yeah. Blackout was something new because I also respect Britney for this. She was working with Max Martin, her producer from the early days, and then she herself said, I want something different. And boy, did she deliver something different. And it was good. I am going to... I. Ooh, Ooh, Baby is another one in that album. Really do, good. Do Not you, a single. I might have asked you this before. And I think on the old radio show, I played it for Floyd and Bethany and, and they had never heard it. Do you remember the song she did with the Yin Yang Twins? I do not. I, uh, I got that boom, boom. I thought I played that for you before. Yeah, people know. are stunned. Um, I will say this, though. A couple other Britney songs. The whole discography is great. So I'm going to mention these other two. It's though. not that great. I mean, I mean it's she, amazing. She actually can't sing, but... <laughs> It's a different style. Yes, it is. Correct. So, entertainment. Yeah. Circus is another great one. I really, yeah. really love that song. And then I feel like another one from that album. I mean, she kind of nailed it with Womanizer, too. So, yeah. I mean, there's not really a song she hasn't done well. Uh, me Against the Music. Really? Uh, all the ballads. Most of the ballads. I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman, From the Bottom of My Broken Heart. See, I haven't gotten into that part. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> See, I'm just playing it safe, but I, re I really do love the experience, though, of coming across something new, because I didn't even know that her and Madonna did a collab before. Yeah, and they kissed at the MTV Awards. Yeah, I mean, it was a wild time, and I wasn't born yet. Two people who are far more entertainers than talented singers. I still say they have, it's a different style of yeah. singing. I mean, it's subjective. You, so you had me swing one of mine. I was going to put You Drive Me Crazy in. The Stop um, Remix. Yeah, yeah, because I think that I've loved that from the very moment that I heard it. Um, I will always go, and we're going to play it this weekend, part of the, uh, the Bubblegum Pop and Barbie weekend, Stronger. Yes, With yes. the horn and the video. Remember the video? The video of her dancing around on the chair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, quite the video. Stronger. And so I'm kicking out, you drive me crazy, and I'm going to put in yours, Break the Ice. Yes, yes. And <sighs> Break the Ice is a song that it can really hype you up. You got to play it. Can. It can. Again, that album was overlooked. Um, the song that makes you want to fire your boss. Why do you want to do that? <laughs> I mean, it gives you the power to. It really okay. does. And my last one will be Till the World Ends. Yes, that's another good one because that album I feel like was one of those overlooked ones. You don't really remember it much, especially if you're not a diehard fan. Well, till the world ends, was that the woman? I think that was the Womanizer album. Uh, no, this was Femi Fatale, 2011. Of course. So yeah, this was like dance circus. Yeah. Was, oh, and that, that yeah, if yeah. you seek Amy on there. Yes, yes, you got to yeah. say it slowly. If you seek. Amy, yes. yes. You know, I didn't get that for the longest time. See, and when I first heard the song, I was like, why is it called this? You know, it right. just felt so random. Yes. And then I dug into the history of it. Mm. And I was like, okay, giving an A plus to Team Britney there. She did the thing. Let me wrap this up um, by playing you Britney Spears and the Yin Yang Twins. Uh, <laughs> they're here with Snoop, right? Rumor has it. Them and, uh, and Wiz. All right, here we go. So you're familiar with that beat. Definitely. In 2005, this came out. She 
Eric is breaking it down behind the desk, guys. He's like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's for what it was. It was like this is a good song. But yeah, the signature. She's already not in a corner of the song, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, Britney saying yeah is kind of like her way of signing a song, kind of like how Timbaland signs every song with saying freaky freaky at some point in the song. I like it. I think right before that was, you remember it was, this also had a, it was Boys with Pharrell. Do you remember that one? No. Yeah, I think that was an album track, and then Boys, the remix with Pharrell, made it onto a movie or something. Ah, Eric's seen it all. <laughs> I Her entire career, and then some. And then some. All right, Linnell's probably on her way. Who knows? Maybe she is, maybe she isn't, but I got a text that she's just now walking out. So awesome. that's on brand. Well, we're wrapping up.